0: This week's episode is brought to you by Lux Hair and Beauty Lounge in Marrickville. Get all of your hair and beauty treatments in one spot, offering all hair services as well as brows, lash tints and lifts and spray tans. With over 25 years of hair experience and only the best for your brows and lashes, choosing Lux Hair and Beauty for your next beauty appointment is a no-brainer. Book your appointment now by visiting their website www.luxhairandbeautylounge.com.au. Hello and welcome back to another episode of It's Mama's Turn. I am Jamie, the host, and I am so excited to be recording again this week. I am going to be alone, but that's okay. I've got so many things that I want to share with you guys, lots of updates and yeah I'm actually going to be finishing this episode with a kind of like an extended Q&A because obviously I can do Q&A's and stuff on Instagram but it's a bit hard to like really go into detail into the questions and answer them properly so I've decided to do like an extended Q&A so I'm going to be finishing off the episode with that later on but to start the episode I thought I would give you some life updates just tell you what I've been up to I'm feeling pretty good at the moment I have just had so much going on I'm I finally feel like I've got everything where it's supposed to be for now so let me tell you all about my updates the first thing I wanted to kind of go over was last week my family and I we went down to is it down or up I don't know. We went to the Sunshine Coast to visit all of my family. We actually hired a boat for the day and we made everyone come with us. And we all jumped on this massive barbecue boat and took the family out to have a barbecue out on Noosa River. And if you haven't done this before, it is the best day out. It is so much fun, honestly. Like, I cannot highly recommend it enough. I absolutely love it. I've done it, I think I've done it, uh, have I done it twice? I think I've done it twice now. Um, And both times was just the best day out. So make sure you look into that if you're ever on the coast or on the Gold Coast or wherever you are. If you're near water, see if that's an option and definitely hire a boat for the day. It is the best time. So, yes, we drove to the coast and just had some family time. It was so nice. Like we were sitting around eating pizza and we actually like I looked around for a second when all of us were together because that's the first time probably all of us have been together In so long, I can't even remember the last time that every single one of us actually attended a family event uh, all together. We currently have seven grandkids and one on the way. And I was just looking around like while everyone was just eating and doing their thing. And I just felt so blessed like i am so lucky to have such an amazing big beautiful family and seeing all of the kids together they played so well they just had the best time there was no fighting they were all obsessing over the littlest grandchild which is amaya i'm actually obsessed with her i cannot like explain it i don't know what it is but anytime i see her I just have to grab her and hold on to her and I don't want to share her with anyone. I think it's because everyone else sees her like more often. I'm like, no, I'm holding her. I'm that auntie. I'm that one who just does. I actually feel bad because I don't even say hi to my brother and sister-in-law anymore. I literally just see them arrive and I grab her and I just take her away. And then I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even say hi to them. I'm so rude. I know no one likes that auntie, but I just... There's something about her. I'm so in love and she makes me so clucky and she looks like my kids. Like she, my brother is also with a moldy girl, so they have very similar features. So she actually looks like she she could be my child. So I think that's why I have such a connection with her. But yeah, it was so nice to just see the family all together. Like we are so incredibly lucky that we're all healthy and happy and just all can spend time together. So it was such a fulfilling weekend. And Nidai came as well. He never comes because usually I would leave on like a Thursday or Friday, like for the weekend. But because he didn't have work on Friday, that meant he got to come. And it was just nice to have everyone together again. So that was incredible. Another update that I wanted to share is that Last week, was it last week? Yeah, I think it was last week. I had some health issues going on. So I was just struggling with like like my period. So I had like one period and then it went for seven days, which it always does. And then I had a week off and then I had a second one in the same month. So I literally had two periods in the month, which hasn't happened to me I don't know if that's even happened before. I, like I've always had weird periods, but they've always been pretty consistent. So on the second, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, whatever. Um, but then on the day it was supposed to finish, on the seventh day, I was just like chilling and got severe period pain and like felt like a gush. And I was like, what the hell? I freaked out. Went to the doctor, I got blood tests done, I got ultrasound done, I got a pap smear done, everything came back fine, which I was happy about, obviously, because it means, I guess, there was no cancer or anything really serious, so I was very thankful for that. But I do now have to go to the hospital and get checked for endo. So I think I need to go under for that. If you have been through this, can you please tell me? Because I'm so nervous. I don't know what happens. And also, is there even treatment? I didn't think there was treatment for endo. I've always seen people struggling so bad and speaking out about it and yeah I didn't think there was treatment but if you do have endo can you please message me I would really like to know your experience and what to expect like how do you get checked for it do you need to go under I just want to know everything about it um so that I can kind of go in open-eyed and just know what I'm getting into but yeah so everything did come back fine so I mean that's good but I guess we'll just see what happens with the endo scans or whatever it is. So yeah, I'll check back in with you um, once I get those results and let you know if I do have endo. I've also been on quite a health journey lately. I'm like, hmm, I don't even know how to say this. Like I'm in a health journey, but I'm like easing into it, like just trying to make better choices. Um, I signed up to the Fit As FK challenge, which I did two years ago and was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Um, I lost a lot of weight and I just felt amazing after doing it. So I have started that again. I'm not doing the nutrition. I'm only doing the at-home workout. They are the best workouts. I love them. They're only 28 minutes, which includes a Warm up and cool down, and I just can do them with the kids whenever, whatever time of the day. It's so easy. So, I'm doing those workouts. No, I haven't been consistent. Um, The first week I started it, I got really sick. So, that was fun. But, I'm easing into it. I'm going to, this week coming up, now that I'm feeling better, I'm going to start back at the week one workout so that I can do it consistently because I just haven't been consistent enough. So, I'm going back and I'm going to do it properly. I am determined. I have goals in mind and I want to get to it so I've been doing that I've also been as you know I talk about all the time been doing um some like weightlifting classes I haven't really been doing boxing or pilates uh lately but my sister got a pilates machine so when I was there I did two workouts on that which was amazing I really want to get one but I just it's not a smart financial decision um, as much as I would really love it (laughs) I'm just not going to get it right now. So I need to go back and do the Pilates in the studio. So that's been really good. I am counting calories, which has actually been like a fun little task. Like I got the scales and everything. So I'm like kind of staying busy with counting everything. It's actually like become a bit of a hobby. So I feel like that's good. Um, So that's been really, really good. I, yeah, I'm feeling fantastic. My mental health has been surprisingly fine. I thought after getting off my tablets I would go downhill I would have panic attacks and stuff but I think with all of like the mindful eating and the exercising and socializing I feel like I'm good I feel like I don't need to be medicated anymore which is just a huge improvement for me so I I feel really good about that so that's been really good um this week Nidai is off for the week uh his business partner isn't working because it's his partner's birthday so they're They've got plans for the week and if one of them doesn't work, the other one doesn't work either. That like They're like a team so like they can only do it together. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. So yeah, he's home this week and whilst I'm very excited to have him home, I can't be the only one that like struggles to stay in routine and like be productive and stuff when their partner's home. I feel like as soon as he's home, I'm like, I just want to chill. I, like and all of my routine, all of the bedtimes, everything goes out the window but like it's you want them home like it 's nice to have them home, but it 's also so hard to stay in routine it 's kind of like the weekends um like during the week you 're perfect, everything's in routine, even like down t- the way you 're eating and stuff everything 's good, and then it gets to the weekend, and everything goes out the window because they 're home. It kind of feels like a holiday so i don 't know how i 'm going to feel after the end of the week. I feel like I am very much a routine person I need. The same routine every day to feel like I am being productive so I guess I will see how I feel after the week I'm gonna try my best to stay in routine and even take advantage of him being home and maybe book in a few extra classes and things so I can get out of the house and work on myself while he's home because he's happy to stay home and watch the kids and do whatever he's like you do what you need to do like take advantage of it So, I think I might do that. Um, So, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, What else? I'm just trying to think of what else I wanted to talk about. So, next week, I have Harlow's parent teacher information session for school. And by school, I'm not meaning kindy like I usually say school for kindy, I'm meaning legit school. I can't even think about it without getting emotional. I don't know how my child is going into school in less than six months. I just, I'm so nervous and I'm so like, I I don't even know how to feel about it. I feel, I just, I don't know. Whilst I am excited for her, I'm so scared. And I think I just know how mean kids can be, um, how dangerous kids can be. The outside world, when you have School kids is just, yeah, and also, like, such a, like, it. it's quite a small school, but also, I just, ah, oh God, the thought of them, like, not just being, like, in a small class with so much attention from a teacher and, like, in a small environment, like a kindergarten room or whatever, yeah, it's, it scares me, and she's so kind, and she's such a, like, a people pleaser, like me, yeah. I hope she does well and I hope that she loves it and everything but the thought of it is terrifying and being a first-time school mum is emotional so if you are also going through this please know that you are not alone. I have so much faith in my daughter but it's this like just the big world outside of our home that's so scary so yeah it's gonna be an adjustment. I don't know how I'm going to do it i'm very nervous but next week is her information information session as well as her introduction to prep so for those of you don't know we're in queensland so prep is the alternative for um kindergarten in new south wales etc so it's her introduction to prep she goes for two days for two hours like two hours each day And she goes into a prep classroom. Also, I am clearly so behind in the times because I was gobsmacked when I realized that they needed iPads for prep. Like, is that a universal thing? Because I did not even think about it. Harlow has never used an iPad. She had like this tiny little... Um, like Samsung tablet thing that you could just like play games on and stuff. But I had to do it all for her. She just like would make me do it all and then she would get to the game and then she'd be like, oh, what do I do now? What do I do now? So I'm kind of panicking a little bit that I've stitched her up in a way that she won't be prepared for the technology. Like Nita and I have always just never encouraged iPads and Things like that, like, yes, they watch TV and whatever, but they've never really played games on our phones. They wouldn't even know how to open and unlock our phones. Um, We don't have an iPad in the house. So I, yeah, I was kind of, like, shocked when they said that they needed an iPad for each child and from the age of prep. Like, gone are the days of, like, computer rooms and, yeah, yeah. I was so surprised but I guess that's uh, the times. so I, again we will just adapt and see what happens but yeah that's going to be a whole new field I think what we're going to have to do is get her one before she starts school and not just get it for school get one before school so that we can help her learn and practice how to open it and how to open apps and things before she starts school so that she's not behind because I don't want her to go and be completely unaware you know I would feel so guilty if all these other kids are just doing it fine and she had no idea. I don't want her to feel like she's behind on the first day. That's what we've talked about and that's what we're thinking is that we'll get one either for Christmas or a bit before so she has time to practice but I just, I don't want her to be, you know, I know that it's the times and it's the technology that the way we're going and everything, but I don't want her to be sitting around on an iPad all the time. I just don't understand why that's the way we're moving. But I guess, yeah, I guess that's school and that's the choice we've made. We've decided to send her to a school instead of uh, homeschooling or whatever. Um, So that's something that we need to accept. Um, But yeah, so that's going to be fun. Anyway, I think that's all of my updates as far as I can think. I might just like slip some in a bit later. We'll see. Um, But as I said at the beginning, I put up a question box asking for Q&A questions about motherhood, my life. I said anything is off limits, so just send me questions and I'll answer them in the pod. So I have got um, a few questions here um, that have been sent in. Most of them anonymous, but um, yeah, I don't mind if you guys send them in anonymously. It doesn't bother me. I'm just happy to answer your questions. So let's get straight into the Q&A segment. So the first question is your biggest regret and your best decision since being a parent. So something that I, I wouldn't really say it's a regret, but it's something I think about a lot is the fact that I have always told myself that I didn't want to move my kids around all the time. I wanted them to be somewhere stable and be able to grow up with the same people and like, I always envied the relationships people had had, like when they went to primary school with them and then they were still friends with them. Like, my partner is still so close to so many people he went to primary school with. And even though he came from NZ, after coming from NZ, he was in the same place his whole life, same school, same town. And I just, I absolutely loved that, like the relationships that he had built over 10, 15 years. And I didn't have that. And whilst I don't blame my parents whatsoever, um, I moved 25 times, um, in my childhood, like moved houses. Um, so always moved schools. I can't even, honestly, I don't even know how many schools I've been to maybe eight, 10, eight or 10 schools um, there's been a lot of schools, a lot of change, and I don't have any long-term friends at all. Um, my best friend was someone that I met at work and she is my longest friend that I've ever had. And I adore her and I adore our relationship, but I do, like I said, I do envy in a way those people that have had those long-term friendships. So, I always, yeah, I always said I do not want to be like that. But because we were how we were twenty when I had Harlow, we have rented consistently um, this whole time. So we've already moved a lot. She started preschool in Canberra, um, and we had to move her to this new one. So since moving here, I am so determined to not move. Like once she starts school, that's it. I like, I'm going to fight till the end to keep her at the one school all the way through primary school and then on to another school when it's high school time because her school only goes to year six. So I am so determined to keep her in one spot because I want to give her the opportunity to make long life friends. Um, and that's something, yeah, I didn't have. So my biggest regret probably is just moving them already so much. We've moved, I think, four times in four years. Um, and that's not something I'm proud of. I, Where we are now, we're going to be staying, till, like staying here until we buy. And then when we buy, I hope that that's our forever home um, and something that we can live in forever and that they can grow up in forever until they move out. So that's my goal and something that I'm going to work really hard at. As for the best decision I've ever made as a parent, it would have to be moving to queensland it is always been my dream to raise my family in queensland and i wish we did it sooner i'm so happy that we are finally here because i know that this is the life that they deserve the outdoor lifestyle that i've always wanted for my family and it hands down is the best decision that we ever made for our family so that answers that question the next question is, do you feel any financial guilt not contributing as a stay at home mum? Yeah, of course. I There's so much pressure on my partner to pay for absolutely everything. Um, and whilst he doesn't see it as being necessary for me to go and work, I constantly feel guilty. And it's also not the best feeling, like not having your own money, like the money that you make. Like I just, it's not the best feeling, but we are trying our best we're doing what's best for our family um he is really like passionate about having one parent stay at home until the kids go into school um and that's yeah something that works well for us but there's always times that I'm like I could be helping especially if he is stressed about money like I do feel like I could be going out and helping but it's just not the right decision for us right now. And we're not really interested in putting the girls into care full time. Um, so if we can make it work and still work towards our goals, then we will. And so that is what we're doing at the moment. But yeah, I something that I always do is try and just give him the support at home um, and just make sure that he's always got a beautiful meal. He feels loved and supported and yeah, when he comes home, that's when all his stress goes away. So we just try and do the best we can for our family. And so far it is working just fine. Um, But yeah, there's always, always going to be a little bit of uh, guilt. I think when one person is paying for everything um, and the other person is just spending the money, but I do, I don't spend a lot of money. Like I, try and be mindful but of course there's always something (laughs) that we need to get um and because i do all the groceries and all the shopping for the kids and stuff like that yeah i just have to be mindful and just make sure that i am only spending within our means and not um just spending crazy because i'm bored so yeah that kind of helps okay next question was uh was transitioning from one to two hard i'm due in six weeks and so worried slash how do you make sure your eldest doesn't feel pushed aside i didn't find the transition from one to two hard at all i think it was actually really easy i'd built up in my head that it was going to be really hard i also cried a lot the week i was due um well the week i was due to go in for my induction i cried so much i remember i was feeding harlow and i just started uncontrollably sobbing at the thought of her not being my only baby anymore And that was really hard. Like, I was just so sad about the fact that there was going to be another baby and I felt guilt. I was like, what if she feels pushed aside? Like, I remember I had so many thoughts like that. But once the baby actually comes along, you'd be surprised how easy everything just slips in. And you're more determined to give more attention to your eldest because you're aware of the feelings. And I think that if you're even having those um, feelings, you're already such a good mum. And if you're thinking about that, then you'll be fine. You'll you'll find ways, like especially including them in things, not just being like, no, you go sit over there and watch TV. I'm doing this with the baby, like including them in the things with the baby, asking them to help, making them feel significant and helpful, I think really helps. Okay, next question is, how did you and your partner meet and how long have you been together? We have been together almost eight years. Um, I think in that period, we've broken up twice for like a week each (laughs) once so once before we had kids and it was like literally a week I think we just I don't know I just it was one of those things where I was like I don't know you just break up and then you're like what am I doing I'm insane so it was one of those and then the other time was actually after we had Harlow so we broke up for a little bit it was like Probably actually like two weeks and I was just so overwhelmed. There was so much financial stress and it was just so hard. But we worked it out after a few weeks and never broken up since then. Yes, we've been together almost eight years. And how did we meet? Well, actually Nida's best friend, Reese, semi-introduced us. I went with my sisters to like our local like golf club where we would hang out and dance and have drinks and dinner and stuff on Fridays and they were there, and we knew Reese. I apparently had met Nida before, but I can't remember. Um, so we saw Reese, and then they said, "Oh, come sit with us." And we like hung out, and then we made it like if every week. We would like message each other and be like, "Hey, are we are going to the golfie tonight?" And we just started like hanging out every Friday. And then it kind of just progressed and he was so kind and thoughtful and generous and he was just like, I had been treated like absolute shit before that and I had never been valued whatsoever from a male that when he came along and he actually cared about me as a person and cared about my feelings and just made such an effort, I fell so hard in love and I just thought he was just such an amazing person and how... How did he not come into my life sooner? But when he came into my life, it could not have been more perfect. I had been so heartbroken um, just like weeks before. I was just so over it um, and I wasn't looking or anything. It just happened really naturally and started out as a friendship and just progressed. So that's how we met. The last question is, do you think you'll ever go back to work? Yes, maybe. Maybe. I want to start my uh, like another business. I really want to go into an e-commerce business. We've been talking about it a lot lately. I am so passionate about like making products and like all of that e-commerce stuff and the social media. And I really, really want to start an e-commerce business, but I'm just not sure what yet. So hopefully I will figure that out soon and I will have a new business by the time that SAS is in school. So I don't have to go to work for someone else. But until SAS goes to school, no, unless I've start my own business, um, in that time, I won't be working for anyone. I don't think, um, but yeah, so it's definitely always like open. I don't have that door closed at all. I've just, whatever happens, happens. Something will come to me and whatever it will be, will be. Okay. So that is all of the questions. Thank you so much again for listening to my podcast. I Cannot tell you how much I appreciate all of your love and support. Please make sure that you review, share, whatever you need to do to help me spread the word because I am just enjoying this platform so much and I really appreciate every single person who listens to it and takes the time out to support me. So thank you so much. I will be back next week with another episode. Hopefully I'll get my sisters back on because I am seeing them this weekend, but I don't know. Who knows? So Have a fantastic week and I will talk to you again next week. Bye.